tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And how about a little PC history? On December 8th, 1975, pretty close, Paul Terrell opened the Byte Shop. That was B-I-T-E. One of the first retail computer stores in the world. Gosh, 1975. Uh, Paul Terrell and the Byte Shop ordered the first 50 computers from Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak's Apple Computer Company in 1976. But that wasn't the oldest Apple computer. The oldest one can actually be traced back to Adam and Eve. It was the Apple Genesis. That's right. It had a limited amount of memory on board, just one byte, and everything crashed. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's America's largest show about all things digital, your most trusted source. It's called The Kim Commando Show because I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando. And you can find this show on over 425 top stations across the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for Commando with a K, of course. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7, with just a few bucks a month. That's all it costs. And we have discounts for seniors, military vets, and service personnel, and more over at GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. Today's show is going to be different. It's the holiday season. It's the time when we get together with family and friends. We eat a little too much and drink a little too much. We go to parties. We spend money on gifts. And it is different. Because 10 years ago, I sat down with my mother in our studios. Let me tell you about my mom. She was born in Brooklyn, New York. Her mother was an alcoholic. Her dad was a compulsive gambler. And one day, they'd be living on the Upper East Side in a penthouse, and the next day, a cold water flat. And no one in her family went to college. She fell in love with my dad. She traveled the world. Boy, she just loved to travel. 120 different countries. And she also went to college, and she got a degree in systems analysis. Her first job, she went to go work for Bell Labs, and she was on the invention team of the first video conference calls back in the 70s. Boy, those video calls, I remember her telling me all about it. Each side was $150,000 each. So to make a video call, you had to shell out $300,000. And I was so lucky, so blessed. Um, She lived with me for the past 30 years. And back in 2017, she fell, and she had a bruised hip, and they also said she had stage 4 pancreatic cancer, which is just horrible. And they only gave her a couple of years to live. And that was at the Mayo Clinic, and I ended up taking her to MD Anderson in Houston, where, boy, I'll tell you, she rallied. Um, She went through a couple of rounds of chemo so hard. She did the Whipple surgery, and those couple of months that they gave her when she was first diagnosed turned into almost four years. And she lost her battle in September 2021. And I miss her so much, so much. So here's a video of us talking about Thanksgiving 10 years ago. 
And I'll tell you, I'm going to be making her a sweet potato recipe. And you've heard me talk about her for many years. As a matter of fact, 16 years. So I thought it was it was about time to bring in my dear mother, Commando. Hi, Mom. Hi, Kim. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. So what do you think about the setup? And all your friends. <laughs> Did you have to bring everybody with you? <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? About what? I mean, all this... <laughs> All this is because of you, because you set me on a computer when I was nine years old, and you said, play Hunt the Wumpus. Hunt the Wumpus. What do you think? That was a good game. And see, I I should explain that you worked at Bell Labs as a systems analyst. We had Unix. And so with Unix, it it wasn't the easiest thing to use. No. And then you brought home these big teletype, remember those computers? Mm -hmm. And then I'd have to put the phone... Right on, the, on the modem. On the modem. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about technology today? It's amazing. What's the, what's the most amazing part about it? Well, I like the that you can send a picture of something. When you're out shopping and you don't know if the other person would like it, you just click a picture. Or, then you can take it home, see if it would fit in, and do all kinds of things. See, I thought it was cool when you came over the other night. And you said, you said, here, look at this picture. See, see about this hairstyle. And I was like, well, I don't. And then you took a picture of Martha Teichner right. on 60 Minutes. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. And I took it to my, my uh, beautician, and he he did it. He modified it a little bit. Well, you, you look like Martha Teichner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I was telling her. I wish her, I was her with all her experience. Well, isn't she amazing? She well, is. We had, we she had, should tell, write that book. We should tell everybody we had a chance to meet her because she came over to the house because yeah. Sunday morning was doing a story on me and good stuff <laughs> like that. But... And she was talking about being in Belfast, right. Ireland, with the starvation. I mean, that was, was she, she's got some amazing stories. Amazing stories. She's going to put them in a book someday. Oh, she should do that. Mm-hmm. So I, what I did is I went on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Facebook? I don't go on Facebook. Why not? Because I don't have enough time. What do you mean you don't have enough time? <laughs> you can connect with all the family members. <laughs> I connect with them anyway. You don't check in at Foursquare. And I don't. You don't tweet. I, I, you know, some things have to be confidential. <laughs> Where I go is personal. <laughs> I don't want anybody. <laughs> what to... I do, <laughs> and when you do it, not everybody needs to know. <laughs> I don't have to report in anymore since I retired. So that's good. Well, you look beautiful. Oh, God. you really do. Thank you. You're you really... just saying that. No, no, you do. You look beautiful. Um, I, so I went on my Facebook account because you know I have to do Facebook. Yes. And I told everybody that you were coming to join us. Oh. And so, you know, you have phone calls. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You got you got people. They don't want to talk to me. It's like, here, Kim's mom, Kim's mom, Kim's mom, Kim's mom. So now you got to put on your headphones so this okay, way you can hear the headphones. callers. This is like very I'm, high tech. I'm a newbie, you know. <laughs> you mean you've never been on a national radio show before? Never in my life. Well, just, we, well, we have used you on the promos. Oh. And on commercials. <laughs> And so, let's see, how about, well, let's start with Flo in Augusta, Georgia. Okay, oh. so I'm going to hit the button. Flo's going to be joining us. Hi, Flo. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm good. I want to talk to your mama. Okay, there she is. You got her. How you doing, Flo? Merry Christmas. You know what? I, ever since Kim mentioned your sweet potato recipe, I've been wanting that recipe. Oh, that's a great recipe. Yeah, that's, it, that's what I'm calling about. I want the recipe. Okay. You take about eight potatoes and you boil them till they're done. And then while they're warm, you can peel the skin off. Yeah. And then um, you put them in, uh, I put them in that electric, well, you, the electric beater. 
Yeah. And I put them in there, made them like mashed potatoes, and okay. put a little butter in there, and cinnamon. Okay. And then you uh, put them in a baking pan, but you put Pam on the baking pan so they don't stick. And then you uh, put in Jack Daniels. Oh, that's the good part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And how much? How much Jack Daniels do they say to use, and how much should you use? I don't know, but I don't measure. Until it smells good. <laughs> you just put in the Jack Daniels and you let it bake for about 20 minutes. And it was great. We had we had turkey left over. We had stuffing left over. We had gravy left over. Did we had no sweet potatoes left over. Did you sugar in the sweet potatoes? No, I don't put any sugar. No, no sugar, okay. Okay, just the Jack Daniels and the butter. and. I think but the- you can see how it comes out. Oh, I've been thinking about that ever, ever since Kim mentioned it, and I thought, I need that recipe. And then she said your mom was going to be on, and I, so I was all excited to get to talk to you and learn your recipe. I so thought maybe holiday. I thought you too, and I thought maybe you could put marshmallows on top when you put it in the oven, and if that if that baked in, I, mean, I haven't tried it that way, though. I don't know about marshmallows and Jack Daniels. <laughs> I mean, you know... It's just marshmallow. Too much of a good thing. It's just like, you know, throw in some chocolate while you're at it. I mean, let's see. And now, look. See, I'm telling you, you got all these calls. Flo, thank you for your call, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, let's see. We have Deanie in Elkland, Missouri. Hi, Deanie. Hi. Welcome. Nice to get to talk to both of you at the same time. Oh, well, so nice of you to call us. Merry Christmas. I just love seeing pictures of your mom and Ian together on Facebook. It is just precious. I posted that picture. Do you remember we were in Scotland over the summer, Mom? Mm -hmm. And it was raining, and the two of you walked out on that platform where we were going to see the Highlands, and you had the umbrella behind you. I posted that picture. Oh, (laughs) I loved it. That was a great time. It's good to spend time with him. Yeah. My grandson just was born in March, so I'm looking forward to when he's walking and stuff, too. Oh, that's Hang, great. Hanging from the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I have eight grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. And he, but he's my youngest. Uh, this may be the only one I have because my stepdaughter's 30, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you got plenty. She's got plenty of time. Right. Uh, oh, they, they go to 47 now, 46, 47. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, her husband has two older daughters, so I think they've kind of got a house full. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big commitment. Uh, my husband is frugal. Kim would appreciate him, but <laughs> he thinks computers should run, you know, six to ten years. <laughs> well, don't, shouldn't they? My, oh, well, mine is at least five years old. Well, I started counting up. I got my first computer in 1990, and I've actually, I think I've only had either six or seven, and I'm still using three of them. Wow. Oh. 90. Yeah, if you, if you do the, uh, you know, the maintenance that you can do at home, yeah. they last. Yeah, I do. I, I try to keep up with it, and the desktop is getting kind of slow, but it's like six years old. So. Well, I'm not in a hurry. Are you? Uh, no. <laughs> although, although I will tell you what she told me recently, Danny. I, she, I went over and, and, I, and I said, do you want some, anything from the market? And she said, bananas, but don't buy the green ones because I don't know if I'll last that long. <laughs> no sense wasting money, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, since my husband is very frugal and I'm disabled and we're on a really fixed income, I really would love to have a tablet. But 
I really need an e-reader, and they're cheaper. But what if I waited and saved for a tablet? Am I what in the way of an e-reader features am I going to give up? I'm 58. My eyes aren't what they used to be, and right now I'm trying to read The Great Gatsby on my Zoom. Oh no, you can't do that. That screen's too small for you. Well, you can enlarge it. It, it expands, but there's something about the screen just makes my eyes tired. Well, that's because it's not using the e-ink e technology. Right. And so, see, here's the deal: is that you have an e-reader that lets you read books. So you have the Kindle, the Nook. And, you know, my preference is, is right now is still the Kindle because I think the, the technology is better. Sure. Um, but well, how, do you tell, how do you use your iPad, Mom? Oh, it's great. I, instead of putting on the uh, big computer, I just use the iPad to check my, uh, my email and, uh, you know, the financial information. And then if, if I want to go on and print out anything or send anything, then I go on the big computer. Now, but you also used it pretty uniquely when you went to Israel, as far as putting all your pictures and videos. Oh, I did, yeah. With the camera connector kit, so you know, so so really, your choice, Dini, is that you have you have the iPad that lets you do a whole bunch of things, versus the e-reader that just lets you pretty much read books. I mean, yeah, you can get on the web, you can you know, you can uh, get your email, but it does include all these really cool apps. That you can play games, you can do your banking, you can check your fidelity accounts, and good stuff like that. So, really, the decision is, you know, if you want if you want something to read on, go buy yourself the seventy nine dollar Kindle. If you want something that will do a little bit more, save the money and then get yourself a tablet PC. Deanie, thank you so much for your call, Mom. Thank you for coming down. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. You are. You are so amazing. And You're the amazing one. No. Yeah, you gave me everything. You taught me everything I know. You did. No, not really. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but thanks for coming down. I know it's a little bit early for you, but you had your coffee, I can tell. I had a cup and a half. <laughs> okay, she's all ready. <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for joining us on this particular segment of the Kim Commando Show. Coming right back, we've... Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There, they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. Now, here's the deal. You're going to get a whole bunch of new gadgets and gizmos over the holidays, and you're going to be giving them out. Now, if you have somebody who's not technically literate and you don't want to help them set it all up, I just want to quickly tell you about GetKim'sHelp.com. These are professionals who I trust. And if they can't fix it or help you set it up, then you don't need to pay them. And they say most problems are fixed within 10 minutes. And this way you're not Googling and getting who knows what, right? 
So just remember, if you have any issues over the holidays, getkimshelp.com. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. All right, coming up in just a few moments, how you can pass out the QR code for your guest the easy way. And let's go back to the phones. Uh, Carl. Yeah, I I was going through some drawers and stuff around the house, and I discovered I've got hard drives and stuff. I've been in electronics for a long time, and my first computer was an 8-bit processor. It was wow. a Commodore PET. Wow. <laughs> and, but I've got some hard drives and a couple other things I'd like to destroy before I throw them out. Right. I've heard of people doing all kinds of things, but... Uh, I have no clue how I want to do it. I'd like to find me one of those grinders and grind it all up, but that's well, not going to happen. You know, you can use a grinder and, you know, if, if, <laughs> if I mean, but I'll tell you, if there's a hard drive that I want to destroy, is that you, yeah. you do, you have to shatter the platters. And yeah. you got to take a, a hammer to it and you just keep going until that thing is all to shreds. I mean, you can use... Um, like there's D-band and there's eraser. If you can still, you know, if these are hard drives that you can actually put into an enclosure and mm-hmm. uh, a USB enclosure and then plug it into a computer so you can use a utility to wipe the drives. But if it's truly like financial sensitive data, I know it sounds crazy, but I will give a computer away to somebody with enough money that they can go buy a new hard drive uh, if, if the computer still is in working order. Again, the utilities are called eraser and D-band, but... There's nothing like a good old hammer to get your frustrations out and to destroy the uh, older hard drives for good. Hey, just a quick reminder, if you're ever too shy to give me a call on a national radio show, big time podcast, um, I read every single email that you send me. Just head over to commando.com. And in the upper right hand corner, there's a link that says email chem. That's commando.com. And the upper right hand corner, there's a link that says email chem. All right. If you're expecting house guests over the holidays, somebody's going to ask for your Wi-Fi password. So an easy way for you to do it is you can always just type it up and put it in a nice picture frame. Say network name and Wi-Fi password and put that picture in their bathroom or just leave it in your family room. But there is a better way. Make your own QR code, the same type of technology that restaurants use to pull up a menu. So you go to qrcodemonkey.com, select Wi-Fi, you enter in your network name and password, and then you download the QR code, print that and put it in a frame. Now, the thing is, is that when somebody hits that QR code on their phone, they're logged into the network automatically. They don't have to select the network name or type in the password at all. Again, that's QRCodeMonkey.com is where you make that magic happen. All right, still to come, we're going to talk about how to make virtual family gatherings a lot more fun. And we're going to talk about some Google Maps tricks and also the best place to put an Apple AirTag when you're traveling. And of course, we have more of your great phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There, they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. 
discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we're going to talk about road trip and car hacks and lowest gas prices, when to leave in Google Maps, a whole bunch of great things. Okay, let's say that everybody can't make that holiday gathering and you're like, oh, well, you know, we don't want to have one of these boring Zoom calls or Google Meets or, God forbid, a Microsoft Teams meeting. We want to make things fun and exciting for everybody. So joining us here once again is Allie Seligman. She is our amazing content queen over at commando.com. Now, Allie, you put together a whole list for the website of what people can do. Share. I sure did, because what you don't want is that one person who talks the entire time. No one gets a word in or no one talks. (laughs) Exactly. Or if everyone's just talking over each other. So two easy suggestions. Give everyone time to talk. So set a timer. Maybe it's two minutes and give people a prompt. Perhaps it's what they're thankful for this year, how their year's been, what they're looking forward to in 2023, whatever. Give them a heads up and then everybody can go around. You'll get an update from everybody. That's a really nice way to connect. Or my favorite, play a game together. Uh, This always gets people happy and excited. My favorite, it's basically Pictionary. It's called Drawsaurus. We've got the link over on the website. Yes, I love that. It's so great. It is so much fun. You get to choose from the words uh, that you want to draw. You draw one. Everybody can see your screen. Uh, You can do up to 16 players with this. So if you have, you know, a really big gathering, maybe you have a family beyond one team. And then bingo. Bingo is always a really good time. Uh, We actually play this one at work for fun sometimes. Uh, If you use myfreebingocards.com, again, we'll have that link on the site. It's a really easy way to get everybody playing, having fun together, doing a little activity even when you can't be in person. And I also like to go around and ask everybody, like, tell me a funny, strange story about our family. (laughs) <laughs> and so so we did this recently, and here was my funny, strange story. It was Thanksgiving Day, and I was four years old, and I left the backyard where everything was going on, and I went – I wanted to go to my friend's house across the street. Well, I got hit by a car. Oh. Okay. Okay, so uh, – and I was just – I remember just sitting there, like, shaking my head, like, what was going on? And my – Great grandfather came out, pulled the guy out of the car, and and just knocked him out right in his face. Okay, and the guy like passed out because my great grandfather was a professional lightweight boxer. Oh, no. okay. So, right? Okay. Happy so my holidays. mother took me to the hospital. Yes, my mother took me to the hospital, and I nothing was broken. I was just kind of shooken up, but. Uh, but so that was so, yeah, so if you ever hit a kid, just watch out for the great-grandfather that may be coming out. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Never going to do that again. All right, back to the phones we go this big Thanksgiving Day weekend with Father Andrew. Hello there, Father Andrew. So I'm um, currently studying canon law for the Catholic Church, so I can use that in, in my priesthood back in Wyoming. So it's <laughs> to be honest, it's going better than I expected. Jumping back into academics is is it was an easier transition than I was expecting, and uh, and I think part of it, uh, and I know I I just I don't mean this to be cliche or anything, but part of it is is the technology aspect of of this whole transition back back to back to college, back to a master's program, and it's 
it's all thanks to uh, the computer that you gave me, actually. You know, um, you you gave me a, a MacBook Pro, and I've been able to just fully integrate that into my studies in a way that I never did when I was in college. And so it's really been an awesome way to, to you know, set it up with OneNote, Microsoft OneNote, sit, uh, sit in classes, take notes, um, but also just uh, keep in touch with mom and dad back home. I FaceTime them, sure. FaceTime uh, my mom. I uh, try to uh, usually once a week or so we grab coffee and we sit on uh, <laughs> sit on FaceTime, and I get to use oh, MacBook for so that nice. as well. Nice. So, 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 yeah, so is that so when so let me just ask you a question. So when you were yeah. in college, like so, you had what a, a basic Windows laptop, right? Uh, yeah, it's my my transition in technology has been weird. When I went to when I started in uh, computer science uh, before I even entered seminary, I had a I had a Windows laptop. It was a it was a tablet PC, and so I I, I was in math courses and whatnot. So I was using the stylus to to take notes and stuff. But I was all on Windows at that point, and then uh, I forget exactly when. I think it was um, it, probably after I, I left college there and jumped into seminary that I, um, I I transitioned over to a to a MacBook and once once I once I started on that I just I've stuck with that the entire time well yeah you know what the saying is go Mac and you never go back right right yeah. right 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 but I do have to say Microsoft OneNote is my go-to for for taking notes in, in class it? it's it's my it? favorite now why do you like it so much I like it so much. Well, probably first of all is because that's actually what I used when I was a freshman in college, um, because that was just the, the handy way on on Windows to take notes. But I really like it because I can create different sections and then, or different like my fall semester, I can have a bunch of different notebooks for the fall semester that are the names of my classes, and then I can have. Uh, different sections within that notebook for like this is you know day one class day two class day three class and then it syncs through through uh, Microsoft's cloud network and there is a uh, uh, Apple has an app for it so it, it it fully integrates or at least it it works really well on the the MacBook Pro. That's awesome. So, so what what's what has surprised you since you've gone back to school? What have you learned that you're like, wow, this is amazing? You mean about like just the the studies or about yes. the, the, the <laughs> yeah. well, um, I think the thing that surprised me the most is how much law is a part of our life, whether you are in the church or whether you are in just a general society, in it, it affects your life in ways that you don't even think about. And so to, to give a very, very quick kind of example of that is, is when you just kind of think about law in general, it's like, well, what is law? Why do we have law? And the basic principle is, is that we have laws, whether it's in the church or in a society, to promote what is just, that we want to give to people what, what, they, what, they, um, what they deserve. And we want to protect them from that being taken away from them. So, you know, to give each person uh, what is what is their due, that's that's just. So, you know, all the laws that we have in place are meant to protect someone from taking away from me something that is rightfully mine, but also allowing me to be free to pursue that which I have a, a right to a right to pursue. Um, and then, of course, in the life of the church, it's like 
gosh, even going to Mass on Sundays, that is related to law because you're giving to God what is his due by going to Mass, by worshiping God. And you, of course, are receiving from that too, grace from going to the sacrament. But it's not all about the grace necessarily. It's it's both and that, you know, there's this justice aspect of it. And I think people, at least I did before I got into it, people kind of look at law and justice and think it's all legalistic and and um, yeah, cold and distant. And, and while on, on paper it kind of is, but at the same time, it's like, actually, these things are there integrated into every aspect of our life, whether we are conscious of it or not. And it's kind of fun to kind of, kind of get into it and say like, well, okay, yeah, what is what is just in this situation? You know, it's it's so interesting, just when you were talking, that I was thinking back to the first time I met you, when you were, what, 15? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, something like that. I was, yeah, 16 or 17, I think. Yeah, and then, and you had an Aunt Kay, which yep, had recorded yep. my show and sent it to you on cassette. On cassette and, tapes, yes. Oh, gosh, because <laughs> you were there and on a big ranch in Wyoming. <laughs> and, yep. And yep. that was that must have been really something when when Kay and you went to your mom and said, "Listen, there's this woman on the radio, <laughs> and we want to go well, to Phoenix was- to meet her." <laughs> It was it was one of those situations where I had to convince my mom that this internet community that I connected with, the beta testers, that it was okay for me to go meet them in Phoenix and meet you. And like all mom and dad were like, Is you met these people online and you're gonna you wanna you want permission to go <laughs> fly to Phoenix and, and meet them? And yeah, mom mom and dad, the the reason that they let me go was because Aunt Kate was gonna go with me. And that was a, a truly phenomenal, phenomenal weekend and a, and a kickstart to a, an awesome friendship with you and your family and all the beta testers and just your your entire uh, uh, crew there at the show, too. Um, you know, I'll never forget yeah, that, we that all first love you. weekend. And yeah, well, it's, it's very much mutual. I, I think about you guys all the time, even if uh, I'm just hearing you guys on the on the podcast every week. Are you still doing podcasts? Or are you too busy? I still am. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, I haven't been able to quite do them as much, um, but I'm still active in, in a number of uh, Star Wars and technology podcasts through through StarQuest Production Network. And um, in fact, we just did one on on, uh, <laughs> on Manifest because that just the season four just debuted on Netflix. So I, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I still, I, I still am able to do that. In fact, I have my my podcast gear set up through the MacBook. Pro here, here on uh, here in my bedroom, and uh, right, so, so I, I don't get to so, do it as much. But no, I go. You're busy now, but you're a lot busier now than you have been. But so, what's the name of the podcast so everybody can check it out? So um, I'm on one called The Secrets of Star Wars, The Secrets of Technology, and uh, The Secrets of Movie and TV Shows. And if you just go to sqpn.com, you can find all of those all of those shows. Well, Father Andrew, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. Yeah, in fact, we well, don't you talk, too, and, you know. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> life kind of gets crazy, but I try to text you every now and again. Um, no, and, I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad that you do. I really do. I look down and I'm like, oh, it's Father Andrew. I'm like, so, and <laughs> yeah. it is. It's you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. I look down and I see your your face with your name, and I'm like, oh, it's Father Andrew. That's really something. And and I will say thank you to you. 
uh, publicly as well, because you know when my mom was in the last stages of her cancer, you you did a you did a solid with my family. We all prayed together, and that meant a lot to all of us. And so, thank you, Father Andrew. Tell your family I I said hello and Merry Christmas, and let us know next time you're in Phoenix. You remember, you always have a place to. Stay. I'll tell you what a thrill it has been seeing Father Andrew grow up from that 17 year old boy to now a very successful young man priest in the Catholic ministry, and he's just a really, really great guy. All right, let's go ahead and do a great life hacks tip, and this week is brought to you by Start Mail. If you're going to be driving around this holiday season, first of all, you don't want to waste money on gas, and that's where the big app Gas Buddy comes in. There are other alternatives, but just use Gas Buddy. Now, one other thing you can do is you can send alerts to your family members and friends, and don't worry about writing this down. We have everything on the website all written out, but I'm going to teach you how you can share your ETA in Google Maps and Apple Maps. So this way, nobody's calling you saying, hey, what time are you going to be here? Are you getting here? Are you on your way? Things like that. Also, plan when you want to leave the house. This is really, really interesting. Is that You can go to Google Maps, say your destination, and then you want to say what time that you want to be there, and then it can predict the traffic patterns. So maybe you might want to get there a little bit earlier or a little bit later to save maybe 10 or 15 minutes in traffic. And again, as always, we have it all written out for you over on the website. Head to commando.com, and when you're there, hit the link that says Kim Show. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. All right, back to the phones we go with uh, Kendra in Moscow, Idaho. Hi there, Kendra. Hello. Nice to talk to you again. Well, thank you. What's going on? So I'm just calling to say thank you. Um, You helped me out with my classroom and got us on Wi-Fi, and I have been using it ever since, and it works great. And just wanted to say thank you for purchasing that for us. That was really nice, unexpected, but very nice, and um, it's just so much better that I – and it was so easy to put in. I was very impressed. So thank you. That's awesome, Kendra. And so what grade do you teach? Um, they're high school students from sophomore to seniors. Wow. Okay. Do you? Let me ask you a question. Total side note. Um, do you have trouble with cell phones, smartphones in the classroom? Um, this is exactly why I use Class App. Is because I get them on their phones, um, asking them questions, and they can put in their answers, so they're not on their phone anymore. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. So that was the reason why we needed the Wi-Fi extender in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's so. awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you for, for your call, especially this time of year. It's so nice to hear from you because, you know, so often I do these random acts of kindness and 
you know, it's nice to hear back that it actually worked out, right? And everything's oh, yeah. all no, beautiful. And Kendra, thank you and happy holidays and Merry Christmas. And again, thank you for taking time to to give us a shout out here today. It just warms me to be able to help you and, and now, you know, future generations. And speaking of teachers, if there's ever anything that you would like to help with, especially this time of year, uh, there's a wonderful, wonderful website called DonorsChoose.org. Again, that's DonorsChoose.org. And that's where teachers will go on and say they need some type of technology. They need cleaning supplies. They need crayons and books and anything to help their students learn better. I've contributed many times anonymously over the years at DonorsChoose.org. And I suggest that you do too. So if you're in that spirit, you want to help a teacher, help students, just look at DonorsChoose.org as well. And uh, Kendra, once again, thank you for your call. It's always great when you can help a teacher, isn't it? All right, I'm sure you've heard about Apple AirTags, and there's the competitor, the tile trackers. Now, let me tell you, one of the things that you want to do as you're traveling is put that AirTag in your luggage or the tile tracker so that this way, when your bag does not reach the destination, you can always say, um, I was supposed to be in Cincinnati with my bag, and my bag was not supposed to be in Atlanta. So just a little trick for you. Now, one place where it doesn't work is in that whole underground conveyor belt system that the airlines use for all the baggage. So just keep that in mind. If you learned one, two, or three things that you're like, wow, that's amazing, or even if you laughed at one of my corny jokes, make sure that you tell three friends about our show and our podcast because knowledge is power, and we're brought to you here on the Westar Multimedia Network.